Aaron Judge is on pace to hit 99 home runs. And no, we're not kidding. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making us your first listen. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias, and today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming a major league GM and managing your own franchise, then this game is for you. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON. Download in the App Store today. As always, I'm with my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, let's tell everyone what we got on this busy Monday. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, we got a jam-packed show. We got to get right to it. Of course, new series in Cleveland starts tonight, so we'll tell you about that in our final segment. It's our very first Miners Monday. We have Connor Foley, beat writer for the scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders, joining us in our second segment. And, of course, we'll have an update on everybody else. First, we got to talk about this weekend. Aaron Judge, two homers on Sunday. Stacy, he's on a torrid pace already. Yes, and we weren't kidding in the open. Uh, we did the math. He's on pace for 99 home runs right now <laughs> because yes. we went by plate appearances and uh, home runs per. And, it, you know, it's a whole bunch of math that I don't understand. Steve understands better than me. But, yes, um, 99 for 99 would be really cool. Possible? No. Yeah. Really no. cool. <laughs> do, you, do you think it would be really cool, Stacey? Would that be cool if somebody hit 99 home runs? Serend yes. Serendipitous, perhaps? Yeah. So you know. right now he's on a, a home run pace of 9.75 plate appearances. So he's at four home runs in, in 39 uh, plate appearances. Last year he had just shy of 700. Uh, so that home run pace last season, which was still ridiculous, was one home run per 11.225 plate appearances, which is an incredible pace. Yes. Um, but this pace better. And look, it's early. But I also don't think it's like too early. It's right. not like three days in. Like we're a full week and change in now. So it's yeah. like he is swinging well. He's going right. to go through ups and downs, but it's a good start to his season. There is no denying that. Yep. He has a 42 game on base streak and last year he didn't hit his fourth home run till April 26th. So we're at a yeah. pretty good pace here. Yeah. He's April 9th. He hits his fourth home run. Mm -hmm. So yes, he's going to go through Lowell's, but remember he also went through Lowell's last season. So is he going to hit 99? No. Can he hit more than 62? Stacy, your thoughts. I think he can. And Hey, if MLB keeps screwing with the balls, yes, he can definitely <laughs> do it. <laughs> can he hit say 67 that would be something that would be something i know in the last he, 162 he's hit 65 so it's possible can he hit more than 70 mm, that might be tough that might be tough also you know if he's if he gets into this groove again where it's possible that he can even pass his own record you might see boone um put him in the leadoff spot again so he'll have more at bats more at bats get an extra at bat potentially mm -hmm. a game yeah i don't know i mean it's it's a it's a torrid pace it's yeah. to to push that number even further i don't think is out of the realm of his physical ability um i mean having nearly 700 plate appearances last season like that's you're pushing you're pushing the limits there um let's just take a look 2020 Two, he had 696 uh, or 2021 he had 633 
Um, the only other season he had more than 600 plate appearances with 2017. He had 678. So obviously last year, the most plate appearances he had ever had by about 20. So he could do it. Yeah. He can get more than 700 potentially. But again, he'd probably have to slide into that leadoff spot to get that potential one extra one a day um, to get to that pace and, and have to stay healthy, which is yeah. always the case. Um, but a, an incredible pace to start the year. Um, other things from out this weekend, Stacey. Johnny Brito. Unbelievable. Cutting through five innings. Yeah. It was wow. I was I was impressed because there were some moments where it looked like he was gonna lose it and then he didn't lose it, you know, because we had seen that happen with Clark Schmidt. We'd seen it happen with Domingo Herman. And great job by him, honestly. And, you know, it was nice to see the guys after the game, the veterans talk about how, you know, he didn't, you know, he bent but he didn't break and uh, there was one inning that he got out of and they showed Cole's reaction on the bench and he was very pumped up for Johnny Brito and I think they're excited for this kid yeah that was a more uh Johnny Brito-esque line that we're used to there was a couple outings last season with Scranton Wilkesbury where where the strikeouts started to pile up but I mean you know five innings three hits a, a run charged two strikeouts and two walks like that was there was a a, a running gag uh, with us last year with the rail riders, what was the Johnny Brito esque line. And uh, it, it turned into that, like for anybody, like, Oh, he had a Johnny Brito line. Um, and it was something <laughs> to that effect, five innings, three hits, uh, you know, a run yeah. two to three strikeouts and a walk. Maybe like though, that was a Johnny Brito esque line and he did it again. Um, Stacy, your thoughts on him taking the five spot already. I know we're two outings in, but do you think this is starting to solidify uh, a legitimate shot at bringing him in as the five man in the rotation with Herman and Schmidt maybe sliding out once everybody gets healthy. Yeah, I could see it happen. Um, I think, you know, especially if he keeps pitching the way he's pitching and he has an outing, maybe his next outing is more into six innings. Um, I think he could definitely push those guys out. I'm just looking up Johnny Brito. Uh, and what he's been able to do so far, total numbers, uh, two games total, 10 innings, five hits, uh, that one run charge and eight strikeouts. Opponents batting 152 against him. Uh, he's induced one double play ball. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's looking good, obviously, against some quote-unquote weaker teams. Right. Um, yeah. that is and the Orioles a swing a lot. Caveat. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco and Baltimore. I remember we we're talking about it on Friday, though. The Baltimore offense was was looking good to start the year. So true. Um, interesting. Interesting, to say the least. Uh, I'm definitely curious with some of these injuries. It looks like he's going to stick around maybe for another rotation pool. Yep. So we're just going to get some major league time. Not not the guy I pegged to start the year, but I think these injuries have really kind of thrown this situation in front of the Yankees. Yeah. Um, injury updates, uh, since speaking the last of time injuries. yeah, speaking of injuries, <laughs> uh, some injury updates from the last time we chatted, uh, 10 day IL for Donaldson. Uh, they thought it wasn't going to be a lot, but he is swinging and hitting. So he, he is still moving and grooving, uh, right hamstring strain. Uh, that was on what Thursday's game. He pulled up lame or was that Wednesday, that was Wednesday's game, Wednesday's yeah. game last week um and then 10 uh, 15 day for jonathan weisaga right elbow for inf inflammation johnny brito called up and then willie calhoun also called up uh passing over oswald peraza interesting, yeah interesting interesting yeah i was kind of again it was the whole another outfielder that was everyone's reaction to it <laughs> yeah yeah i remember uh willie calhoun does play some second base too 
True, um, but so with the way Glaber's need, playing there, he's not going to be needed. No, yeah, 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 for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, and then the one other bit of news that came in over the weekend on Saturday, Friday, late Friday, or early Friday, what's April 7th? Yeah, Friday morning. Um, <laughs> Friday morning, my time. Uh, Stefan Florial clears waivers, outrighted to Scranton Wilkesbury. Stacy, your reaction? I think my reaction is the same as everyone else's. Like, surprised he actually made it through waivers and no one took a flyer on him. I mean, well, no one. Weirdly enough, we posed this question to our Locked On Yankees listeners and viewers on our YouTube side. 67% saying they were not surprised that a team didn't pick him up. I, I am surprised by that poll. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a decent chunk. And again, we, we put it out before the episode and this it definitely will have more votes by the time you're watching this. So you can always be a part of our community tab, by the way. So definitely do that. Um, hit subscribe. That way you get uh, some of our polls that we put out. We try to put out as many as we can throughout the week to get how you're feeling and you get your input put into the show. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that nobody claimed it, especially considering how Miguel and Duhar got claimed last year by the pirates in a very similar kind of situation. Yeah, um, that flow made it through and he was outrighted to AAA. So he will likely join the Rail Riders on Tuesday. Yeah, maybe it's because it's so early in the season and other teams don't, don't have a need. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, maybe not enough injuries have occurred to where they're like, oh, we can take a fly on this guy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because we know the strikeout numbers are there. Um, but it's not like Franchi Cordero doesn't have strikeout numbers. Like, right. <laughs> but I, hey, Franchi's working out so far. So far, so fair. good for him. Yeah. He's had a good April. Um, yeah. in, in a kind of a roving role. So he's getting some playing time and he's making the most of that playing time. So let us know in the comment section. How do you feel about Florial? Um, do you think the Yankees have mistreated him? Do you think the Yankees have treated him that the way you anticipated? Do you think he'll get called up again? Uh, that would be a whole new wrinkle into this whole thing. <laughs> Bader is close ish. Still, still anticipating here by the end of this month, maybe early May. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised that nobody picked them up. That's very strange. Um, coming up when we come back, Connor Foley of the Times Tribune in Scranton joining us to talk rail riders. And then we got updates from Somerset and Hudson Valley, our first miners Monday of the year. So stick around. Ever fantasized about managing your own baseball franchise? Then download Ultimate Baseball GM right away. You get to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build your historic dynasty. You're responsible for hiring the coaches and staff, managing the money, scouting, drafting. You manage through difficult personalities and injuries, and you navigate your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline play on the go as you want and when you want locked on yankees listeners get a 100 free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in the game store so make sure to check it out to download the game just visit probaseballgm.com scan the code or look it up in the app stores that's progm.com ultimate baseball gm start your dynasty today and this episode is brought to you by rocket money 
Have you ever forgotten a free trial subscription and then ended up paying for it? Rocket Money can help you with that. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forget about. You could be wasting money and not even realizing it. Rocket Money helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so you can stop paying for ones you don't use. Most Americans think that they spend $80 a month on subscriptions, but the total is actually closer to $200. It also helps you manage your finances in one place, automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and get alerted if anything looks off. Off off. I have Rocket Money, by the way. It's awesome. It's a personal finance app. It finds and cancels unwanted subscriptions. It manages what you spend every week and it lowers your bills all in one place. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel those unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. Back here on Locked on Yankees, hanging out with Connor Foley, covers the Rail Riders for the Times-Tribune. Connor, thanks for hanging out with us today, man. First time uh, having you on the show this season. I wanted to start with an Oswald Peraza update. Uh, Our understanding is he's been held out of the lineup over the last couple of days with an injury. Do you have any updates for us? Uh, From what I've heard, and I know this sounds uh, very skeptical in Yankee land these days, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I think... They're really just like maybe this popped up. He finished out his last game that he played and he played maybe his best game of the season, hit the ball really hard, made two or one incredible defensive play and then one really good play to turn a double play uh, to end the game. So he played the full game that day. And then, you know, maybe his hamstring, like Boone said, started maybe kind of barking a little bit. And the Yankees and Rail Riders probably saw that if we hold him out these two days, then he gets four days off, which is basically an eternity uh, in baseball. Like who gets four days off outside of the all-star break. So um, I, you know, maybe it changes when I show up at the ballpark on Tuesday, but I don't think that they're very worried about it right now. Yeah. Cause the rail riders had Sunday off after a doubleheader on Saturday, which means they get that day. He got a day and then they get the Monday off. So yeah, that's, like That's an right. eternity, as you said. Do you do you see anything out of him? I mean, you got to watch him all last season, but do you see anything out of him a little bit differently uh, in this first week? Is there a chip on that shoulder, or how's he been playing day to day? I think it's been pretty much the same. But I mean, like you saw last year, the big thing with him was the slow start, and whether that was the weather or the new surroundings. Like I know that he didn't love the way that the light was at. PNC field, not necessarily the lights, but just how bright it was hitting when the game started, that there was a lot of adjustment for him uh, early last year. And now the thing I've been kind of impressed by so far is that it seems like he's adjusting maybe a little bit quicker than he has um, in his career at any point. And I know, you know, his first three hits were all broken bat singles. And uh, so you know, it's not a great start in terms of how many bats he has, but uh, <laughs> it, uh, I think like you, you, we started to see some signs in these last couple of games where now he's starting to hit the ball harder and this rail riders team, for whatever reason, maybe it's just a bad stretch. They're not, they're, they're having a very rough time on defense, uh, especially in the infield. So when Peraza's out there, it's like, you know, a solid anchor piece in the, in the middle of the diamond that's very much needed uh, for this team right now, they committed 13 errors in their last uh, series against Allen's early high Valley. So that's kind of a lot of errors. Yeah. 
for sure. Yeah. Um, Matt Crook has been in the bullpen. Um, do you think the Yankees are looking at him possibly as a lefty reliever now? I think so. And honestly, like when they said that he was going to, that they were going to do this whole reliever thing with him, I was thinking two times a series. So he's kind of a reliever, but then he's also kind of built up. And then all of a sudden he pitches in three of the first six games of the season. Some of that was helped out by some uh, days off, but he pitched on their in their opener on Friday, and then he came out again and pitched in their game on Sunday of that same series. So he's like a legit reliever, whereas Davey so far, uh, maybe we'll talk about Davey at some point, but he so far has had that, kind of that extra day built in. So he is still kind of like that tweener starter reliever guy. But Crook, I think they really kind of want to see what he can give them out of the bullpen as a lefty because you just don't see that kind of guy in a bullpen, especially in a bullpen like the Yankees, where it's a lot of hard righty throwers, or you got Peralta and he's a hard lefty thrower with the changeup. Crook's like 90. I mean, uh, Max McDowell, a catcher last year, compared it to a 90 mile an hour knuckleball. Like it, it's just, it's very hard to explain uh, what it does, but hitters, you know, when he's throwing it in the strike zone, they don't like facing Crook at all. So I think they're really going to see just what he can do in a relief role. Yeah, we saw him bounce around a little bit last season too. He kind of that was not for those types of reasons that it seems like now it was more just out of struggles. But uh, we polled the Locked On Yankees audience, and eighty five percent of our respondents said that the Yankees need to add a left handed reliever, and they have essentially uh, that option right there, um, which they really didn't have last season. Um, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. Has that been going well for him so far? Does he, have you talked to him about it? Has there seemed to be a, a bit of an adjustment for him there? You know, he, when he was coming up in the race, or maybe it was even back when he was in the giant system, he had a couple years where he was mostly pitching out of the bullpen. Now I haven't looked at it closely enough to determine whether that was like strictly a piggybacking role or whether he was really being used as a reliever in those games. But he was definitely not starting those games. So he kind of had some experience coming into this. And then I think Crook is just kind of at the place in his career where he just wants to get up to the major leagues. I mean, he should have been uh, taken in the Rule 5 draft ahead of the 2021 season because he had made it to AAA the year. Or whatever the Rule 5 draft that was canceled, Crook should have been taken in that Rule 5 draft. Um, because, you know, he had already made it to AAA. He had had success at AAA. He's a lefty. He's a big dude. Uh, he should have been taken. And then he didn't get taken. And then so finally the Yankees add him to the 40-man this year. Basically what I'm saying is he's much older in terms of, you know, where a lot of guys are who kind of run out of that service time control in the minor leagues. So I think he really will just at this point do whatever it takes to get up to the majors. Yeah. Uh, one last before we let you run away here, Connor. Uh, you mentioned Davey Garcia. He's been pitching out of the bullpen. Do you think uh, the Yankees' plan for him is bullpen moving forward as well? I think so. And when I was in spring training this year, I asked uh, Aaron Boone, you know, whether he saw Davey as a starter more or whether he, he saw him as a reliever. And he kind of like really um, gravitated to Davey as a reliever because he kind of liked. Uh, or, or was tempted by the possibility of what he could do in a once through the lineup situation. And, you know, for whatever reason, 
Davies development kind of hasn't gone as planned since 2019, but he's, I've never really seen it. I've never really seen Davy let it get to him. And he's kind of in a position now where um, he was at a point when the struggles were bad, where everything looked super mechanical in his delivery and it didn't look like he was comfortable on the mound. And you could tell that that was impacting how much he could throw strikes and stuff like that. He goes away last year, comes back at the end, looks a little more fluid, looks pretty good. And then this year, you know, he looks super comfortable in his delivery where he's like varying time to the point where he doesn't even know. I asked him like, are you doing this on purpose? And he's, he said he, he's not doing it on purpose. He's just out there throwing. And the stuff is really good too. He's still working on this cutter that they found last year, right before he went to, or right before he got hurt. And uh, that's still a work in progress. It, it was really good last year. And it's not like this slidery cutter kind of situation, kind of thing where, you know, you see a lot of guys throwing a cutter. But Davy's cutter is like a harder cutter. It's like, you know, above 90 miles an hour when it's on. And so now I think he's just kind of learning. He's, I think he's still adjusting to that a little bit. And, you know, he, I remember him talking to him after one of his outings and he's like, I'm still, still trying to get that down. But I think once, once that happens for sure, it'll give him a weapon against lefties and righties, you know, as long as he's throwing his fastball, which has been mid to, you know, mid nineties to 97 this year, like that's going to work for him in most situations against righties, especially with, you know, the half turn that he does on the mound, that's a little bit of deception. So I don't know. I love the kid. I hope that he uh, figures it out and maybe this is a role that he could really fit into. And he's doing it at a, you know, fairly timely time for lack of a better word that uh everybody seems to be getting hurt in new york and now he's an option so hopefully it works out for him we'll see connor foley his uh twitter is linked in the episode description thanks for joining us today man thanks guys thanks again to connor foley for joining us here for our miners monday uh shoot him a follow tons of great information from from scranton wilkesbury from him other things to note here in the first week of play in minor league baseball spencer jones is off to a red hot start the number five prospect in the yankee system he homered in his first high a game with the renegades six for his first 13 he went three for five on sunday a couple of doubles couple of rbis uh this is what hudson valley manager sergio santos had to say about spencer jones yeah i mean look what's not to like he has all the tools the athleticism um but he also has the right mindset you know he comes he comes to the field prepared to work every single day when he's out on the field he gives you everything he has he's, he's a manager's dream so spencer jones is off to a hot start to other things of note man the uh Somerset pitching staff and the starting staff is looking incredible to start the year. Richard Fitz, Clayton Beater, Will Warren were incredible to open the season with the Somerset Patriots. Richard Fitz, who was one of my picks to click in spring training, uh, number 29 prospect in the Yankee system, four innings of work, four hits, two runs, eight strikeouts in his first outing of the year. Clayton Beater, number nine in the system, four and a third, four hits, one run, hit a batter, walked a batter, struck out seven. And how about Will Warren? Number eight in the system. He struck out eight over five and two thirds. Uh, gave him just two hits and a shutout outing. Man, great start to the year uh, for the Somerset Patriots, defending Eastern League champions. Um, so 
lots to be happy about, especially on the pitching front. And Stacy, we were talking about how the Yankees kind of been gutted as far as pitching depth at the higher levels. But Fitz, Beater, Warren, uh, haven't even brought up Randy Vasquez to start the year. Like, there's a lot of guys still um, coming up through the system, and uh, they're not obviously ready for major league action. But uh, future looking bright already yeah. here for Yankees pitching depth. And yeah. they just keep spurring them out. It's it's truly magnificent, <laughs> truly incredible. Um, drop a like, by the way, here on our YouTube side. If you like these Miners Mondays, we are uh, going to keep doing these every Monday. Uh, our second segment will be dedicated to Minor League Yankee Baseball Talk. So uh, that's going to do it for this first edition of it. Hopefully you liked it. Again, let us know in the comment section if you did, and we will keep doing that. Uh, coming up, a look ahead to the Cleveland Guardian Series. So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. The game weeks happen twice weekly. They span three to four days. And at the end of each week, so rare MLB managers who rank near or at the top of their leaderboard will win a variety of rewards. And there's a whole bunch of different types of rewards and they're all very cool, but you have to check out so rare and the prizes vary depending on the competition. So head to so rare.com slash locked on that's spelled S O R A R E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Back here, Locked On Yankees, our final segment of the day. Cleveland series starts tonight. And uh, hot, cold, heating up. Stacy, hot, easy, super easy for today. Yeah. Well, Judge, um, but Glaber, too. <laughs> yeah, Glaber's hot. Glaber's super hot. Nine, nine walks already. Nine walks. Glaber. Nine? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even accounting how well he's looked just swinging the bat as well. So. Glaber's hot. Glaber's playing. Judge is hot. Of course he's playing. Uh, cold. Your pick for cold. Clark Schmidt. He just does not have an out pitch. It's just painful yeah. to watch him start. I think maybe they just need to keep him in the bullpen. I don't know. I mean, I know it's a small sample size, but we talked about it with Brito. It's a small sample size with him too, but I feel like Brito's the better choice there for yeah. when the guys come back. So yeah, I've, yeah, Clark Schmidt is cold for me. Clarkspin is cold, uh, will not be pitching in the series. Uh, at least I think, right? He wouldn't be lined up. When did he pitch? Saturday? Friday. Brain. Friday. Burrito Math. pitched Saturday. Okay, Friday. Yeah. So he would be lined up. He pitched the finale. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, heating up. Stacy, who's heating up? Stanton is heating up. And Good. hitting the, the tar out of the ball. Um, you know, it's funny. Baltimore put that wall back and – the Yankees don't care. They just hit the ball over the wall. And there were a couple of balls that Baltimore hit today that fell in front of the wall that would have been home runs if they hadn't moved the wall back. So it's kind of funny that they're messing with their own team while they're trying to stop other teams from scoring. But when you have someone as big as Stanton or Judge, they're just going to hit the ball over that wall at 116 miles an hour like Stanton <laughs> did on Saturday. <laughs> There's a, There was a really good article recently in The Athletic about the wall and what the differences are made 
um, for the Baltimore Orioles. It's actually super, super interesting. Uh, you should go definitely go check that out. Um, anybody else? Who else is heating up? Clay Holmes. He's looking a lot better. He looked really great Saturday. He threw, I can't remember who he got out, maybe Cedric Mullins. It was a third strike, and it was one of those balls that really looked like it was coming in on the batter, and then it went right over the plate at 98 miles an hour, and it was a gorgeous pitch. And he's looking more like Clay Holmes of early 2022 and if he could keep that going throughout all of 2023 that'd be great for the yankees so you go those are your players hot cold heating up our pitching matchup for monday first game of the set against the guardians domingo Han versus shane bieber a uh, couple of mistakes for herman his last time out uh that's what i'm watching out for here tonight he's got to limit those mistakes yeah i mean you know schwarber hits home runs marsh hits home runs but they were cookies i could have hit those balls for home runs he needs to stop doing that (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna challenge you to that by the way um can you hit 92 up in the zone i would love to see um but yeah so actually make sure he's keeping those fastballs down those four seamers uh he's doesn't throw it hard enough for him to get away up there um some other guys can garrett cole could get away up there domingo herman cannot he's got to limit those mistakes shane bieber um he's Probably going to throw over 90 pitches, uh, anticipated, unless things go horribly wrong. Uh, three earned runs against Oakland, two starts, 10 strikeouts, and 12 innings. He's looking good to start the year um, for Cleveland. So Cleveland's looking good to start the year. So uh, should be an interesting matchup. I'm excited for uh, for game one on Monday. Yeah, it's a rematch of uh, the division series, so that should be fun yeah. after should what happened there. Yeah, out of progressive field as well. So uh, make sure to watch that one here tonight. And uh, we want to thank you for making us your first listen for your second check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball by listening to Matt and Dom every day. They bring you the best fantasy strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball everywhere, including YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for sticking around with us. I am Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and we'll see you tomorrow.